Hello, and welcome back to Modern Revolutionist. Today I'm going to talk to you about the ego, and specifically the expressions of our ego. We hear a lot about ego, and we use the word ego a lot, right? That person's got a huge ego, someone's an egomaniac, Uh, I'm working on trying to handle my ego. I'm working on trying to separate from my ego. In the spiritual world, there's a spiritual term called ego death, which really means that we've transcended our ego. The spiritual path is really all about transcending your ego, or at least not being dominated by your ego. But what I want to talk to you about today is the expressions of our ego, When we hear the word ego, what does that mean? And more specifically, what is going on within ourself? What is it that the ego does to us? How do we express when we are expressing through an ego? What does that look like in our life? What is it doing to us? Or what is it preventing us to be able to do? So I have three main things, three dominant expressions of the ego that I'd like to share with you and talk a bit about those. And then in the last one, I want to go into the four main expressions of the propaganda machine, because that is essentially what the ego is, is a propaganda machine. We each have our own personalized propaganda machine. Let's begin with the first one. The first ego expression is that we overestimate or underestimate our own value. So the ego is constantly telling us about our own value. It is sizing us up and it is feeding us stories. We buy into them. We have a false sense of ourself. And that false sense of ourself is false because we don't have inherent, deep, authentic value that is grounded in the authentic self. And so what do we do? We typically identify ego with the overestimation, right? The people that think they are so great that they are above other people. Now, you see this in extremes of people who have a superiority complex. Those are not just egomaniacs. Those are people that really have extreme narcissistic disorder or even sociopathic tendencies. But for other people, there is an overestimation of the self. They need to feel great about themselves in comparison to other people. So they overestimate themselves. They think they are better than other people. Or this one is a little bit less common and a little bit less understood as ego. But the other thing that happens is they underestimate their own value. And so that is something to be aware of. If you cannot understand your inherent value and that everyone has inherent value and you are overestimating or underestimating yourself, that is an ego expression. And people will typically fall into either the overestimation or the underestimation. And then that dictates really how all the other ego expressions tend to look and play out for you. Now, the second ego expression is that the ego keeps you locked into the external world. What I mean by that is that the ego is always distracting you and keeping you externally oriented, externally focused. You, when you are in an egoic place, when you are ego dominated, when the ego is running the show, you could say, you cannot seem to go within. 
the ego starts to hijack your mind and distract you by thinking about other people, thinking about other situations, and it refocuses you on the external world. And then when you're looking at the external world, you're looking at it through an ego lens. And the ego lens is really incredibly superficial. It has no depth and it has no authenticity. And so a healthy ego is really seen in someone who isn't completely dominated by their own ego and has an understanding of depth, depth of themselves, depth and complexity in other people and in the world around them. And they don't adhere to such superficial values because of that. But for many people, unfortunately, they are completely adherent to superficial values because they are completely adherent to ego-based values. And sadly, the majority of our values in our current society are ego-based values and therefore incredibly superficial. So the idea of being externally oriented, being locked in, is that you have a very difficult time with authentic introspection, authentic self-reflection. You lack self-awareness when you are ego-dominant. You are looking at the world through a lens that is an ego lens. And then further, you cannot seem to get any distance from that external world so that you can begin to connect deeper within yourself. And then you can start to connect deeper with the external world, the things that are arising in the external world. You can connect deeper with other people that are living in that external world. You will see that the depth of connection within yourself dictates the depth of connection you can achieve with another person. People that are very ego dominant have very superficial interactions and they understand others in a very superficial way. They even understand situations in a very superficial way. The ego keeps you in the shallow end of life unfortunately. Now, the third thing that the ego does, the third main expression is that the ego is your very own personalized propaganda machine. There's no better way to describe this one than it is a propaganda machine because it feeds you nonstop stories about yourself, about your life, and about other people. So the stories we tell about ourselves really are a reflection of the first ego expression I mentioned, which is overestimating or underestimating our own value. You will see that the stories that you tell about yourself are either inflating who you are, puffing you up, or deflating who you are. You're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. And that one is a really sad one to see, but people will have very ingrained stories about themselves that are lacking in value, lacking in self-worth. The most common one, though, is that we inflate ourselves. And so we're constantly telling ourselves these false stories about ourselves and about our place in our life that make us feel better. This is how we conjure up these images that we hold and we use them to help us understand our place in the world and feel good about that place in the world. That's the interesting thing. And we also have this coloring the way that we see life in general and the way that we see other people. And the way we see other people when we are ego dominant is always placing them above or below us, right? It's very hierarchical. 
So there's four main expressions through this one, through the propaganda machine. When we are getting fed stories, ego stories that are arising within us in our mind, our mind is constantly in an activated state of storytelling. There are four main expressions. The first one is hierarchy, which I just mentioned. We look out into the world, we look at other people, and we immediately place ourselves above or below. And above or below is dictated by our tendency to overestimate or underestimate our own value. That's a really unfortunate thing to do because you cannot understand the equality, the inherent equality that we are all humans. We are all the same race. We are all inherently valuable. We are all inherently worthy. Now, the second one that happens, and this is one of the most common challenges for people, that if you are doing any kind of self-work, at some point, you're probably going to start working on this and try and curb it. And this one is judgment. The ego helps us lock in that place, lock in our position, and then it goes to work judging other people, judging situations judging just about everything. We judge and we judge and we judge. And sometimes we judge rather ruthlessly. Sometimes we can be really harsh, but it doesn't matter. All judgment stems from false narrative. It doesn't matter how clear your perspective is. If you begin a cycle of judgment on another person, That is a reflection of your own ego expression and your own need to be better than, to be higher than. And we can do this even in situations that seem judgment worthy, right? Someone has atrocious behavior and you're someone with really high integrity. And so you're judging them and judging them and judging them. That is actually still a reflection of your own dysfunction within yourself, your own ego distortion within yourself. You can hold someone in their truth and you should. You do not look at people who are exhibiting atrocious behavior, potentially acting without integrity, as an example, and sit there and sugarcoat it and dismiss it and pretend that it is something better than it is. Absolutely not. You hold people in their truth. But when we judge, we start to judge other things about them. We start to create stories in our mind. These are false narratives. They are judgment-based stories, and we do that because they make us feel better and because the ego keeps us locked onto that external world, and therefore, people that we see or circumstances and situations that we see that we become almost addicted to, and then we start to act in judgment, and the stories are all judgment-based. Now, the third one that we do is we compare We compare ourselves to other people. We are in a constant state of comparison. This is similar to the hierarchical one where we put people above or below us. But in this instance, we are just comparing ourselves to see how we stack up and how we feel next to somebody. And we always find ways to compare ourselves so that we can feel okay. Maybe someone is more attractive than us, but we are smarter. Or maybe someone is smarter than us, but we are more attractive. Or maybe someone is more attractive, but we are dressed better. Or maybe we drive a better car. 
Or maybe it comes down to our children. Maybe our children are better than their children. Maybe our children are more successful. Whatever it is, we start to find ways to compare. We compare ourselves against other people constantly. We do it against people we love. We do it against people we don't love. We do it against people we know well and people that we barely know. We simply compare. It is the ego that compares. The ego is always driven compulsively to compare. And then it also puts you above or below with every single comparison. So depending on your tendency to overestimate or underestimate yourself, your own value, you will compare and then immediately find ways where you are better than Or you will compare and immediately see ways, perceive ways, misperceive ways where you are less than. Your comparison, sometimes it might be correct, sometimes it might be incorrect, but you're comparing superficial things. You're comparing things that don't matter. The ego keeps you locked into the external world, constantly trying to place your value against other people in superficial ways. And that comparison is a really unhealthy ego expression. The last one that happens here as our propaganda machine is always at work feeding us these nonstop stories is that these stories create division and separation. Every time we judge, every time we compare, every time we place someone above or below us, we are creating a separation between us and them. We are creating deeper division between us and them. And then we live in a world that is all about us versus them or me versus you. The division that is entrenched in our world and the separateness that is an extension of that division begins and ends with the ego. When people are dominant in their ego, they are creating division and separation in a world that could be healed through oneness and unity. Thank you so much for listening.